And why don't we just kick right off with the song and uh, we'll get going. Nice. This song is called XS. E X, as in like ex girlfriend, I'm, I'm gathering. S. XS. <laughs> it's a song by Carter Ferris. You know how I've been liking to start my shows off with a little opening, like Christian song from 20 years ago or whatever. Let's go ahead and show the beach screen. Yeah. Here's some nice beach sounds. It's from the early 2000s. I felt that it was creative back at the time. I still think it's creative. It's cool. From Lujo Records. It's actually an unreleased track from the early mid 2000s, I think. Lujo. Lujo is Spanish for luxury, I think. From what they say. Uh, there's another song that he puts out, this Carter Ferris guy, who apparently had a rough life. And I think it shows in his music. And the other song I can't show you because it has a cuss word in it. <laughs> and I don't want put to be putting out cuss words in there. I hope the audio is better. No. I think that it's uh, muddy, which I kind of like it. XS. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Radiohead. Radiohead? Little? With that haunted, haunted vocals. This is what my schizophrenia sounds like, says Cheesehead69. <laughs> hey, it sounds like MXPX. No, it doesn't. <laughs> XS, not SS. SS is Nazis. XS is kind of like excess. Maybe he's excessively obsessed with his ex girlfriend. I don't know. Acid flashback music says Skip McBurney. Skip, man. <laughs> I'm glad you're clean now. What a terrible thing. Nine Inch Nails says Sean Lincoln. Yeah, I think there's a there's an epidemic of tortured so-called artists music. Yeah, Radiohead, like spinning plates, says Crystal K. Yeah. This is what anxiety, anxiety sounds like. LOLOL. Make it stop, says Jetty Bear. Amnesiac album, says Sean Lincoln. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, just wanted to share that with you. It's a nice song. Oh, we'll play, the, I think we'll play the whole thing through this time. Because I like the whole thing. I don't feel that it's too long. Not like Die Radio Die yesterday. But, yeah, two minutes to go, guys. Two minutes. You can hang. You can hang with me. I do feel that um, this is part of why people are so miserable today. Because they get into this stuff and they just wallow in it, I think. But it makes nice me. It's funny because people, there are talented people who just can't get their life together. <laughs> And you've probably never heard of, like, the best music because people are so miserable. R look at, uh, that one guy who was girlfriends with, uh, Ariana Grande, and he OD'd. That Jewish rapper kid. 26 years old, he overdosed. I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, Mac Miller. <laughs> Even the Donald Trump song. 
he did the Donald Trump song, and Trump at first, I think he liked it, and then later he's like, where's my money? <laughs> You're using my name and making money off my name. On my Donald Trump split. Yeah, so people are, it's like the secularization of America. Part of it, that's part of it, I think. People are lost. And this was part of it. Mac Miller was murdered. Yeah, he was about to expose the uh, pedophile rings. This song is awful, said Mahmoud. You, like you would know Mahmoud. I really like it. Um, anyway, I'm, today I'm going to be talking Obama-Biden dishonesty against Trump in America. I touched on it in Hague News, hour two. Biden pretending to be for the women, pretending to be for the blacks. Just so phony. But he has a moment that's so funny. So, like, almost charming. Joe Biden, that is. Pretending he, uh... Well, I mean, he just blanks on Lloyd Austin's name, who is his Secretary of Defense, right? Who they made an exception to give Lloyd Austin the uh, role, even though he's kind of fresh out of the military, too fresh out of the military. And I have some more information on the throwback story of Brandon Ike and your calls, 888-775-3773. Hope you enjoyed that, some of you guys. Or if not, at least it was mildly entertaining. But anyway, let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. Hey guys! Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. So, how are you all doing? I am fine. And yes, there was under, under, uh, there was music underneath. I mean, there was sound underneath. I call it music, but it was the beach sound and the wind sound. Uh, so yes, you were hearing, it was not a fan blowing underneath. Um, I will be getting to your calls. 888-775-3773. Your friend and mine, Samuel from Sweden, is on the line. Did you know that he too is an artist? I will be talking with him shortly here. But uh first, see if I let's see if I can blow through this um very fast. Joe Biden is corrupt. That's a fact. Jack. Just look at the lies that he pushes, the Black Lives Matter lies, the smears against President Trump, the kissing up to the women, pretending that they're victims. It's just a male feminist. A male feminist, you know they're corrupt. Obama-Biden administration undermined President Trump as much as, quote-unquote, legally possible. And now the same people who were working in undermining Trump, according to this report, or news analysis from the Epoch Times, they were undermining Trump, and now they're uh, 
trying to get roles in the Biden administration again. According to the Epic Times, Biden officials had roles in probes and surveillance in the Trump of the Trump campaign and actually of the Trump transition team, really, because Trump had already won in, in and yet they were still going after him. And some of these are women. One of them is a female minded liberal male. Obama people, including the lying Susan Rice, whom I told you about in Hake News at the end of hour two of the Jason Lee Peterson show today, the not yet confirmed Samantha Power, and lesser knowns like acting Deputy Attorney General John P. Carlin, who's a young man, and Victoria Newland, Newland. So Susan Rice, I was telling you guys about, she's, she was part of the Benghazi lie. She went on those Sunday shows and said, oh, this Benghazi terror attack that took place in, just coincidentally on 9-11, 2012, 11 years to the day after the 9-11-2001 terror attack on America, killing four Americans, I think, in the um, Libya American consulate or whatever you want to call it. Susan Rice also was involved in the unmasking of Trump transition team members. And that was when they were spying on the Trump Trump team. Remember Trump said, he tweeted out, Obama wires, he said, wires tapped, which is really supposed to be wiretapped, but he wires tapped Trump Tower. And he put it in quotation marks because basically Obama was spying on Trump. Susan Rice sent herself an email on Obama's last day in office detailing events that took place during a meeting between her, Obama, Biden, uh, Sally Yates, James Comey, you know, that rhino FBI director who's tall and a male feminist. <laughs> he is a male feminist. He has a, he, in one photograph of himself, shameless photograph, he's like elect more women or something dumb like that. His w- wife, he's supposed to be like a Christian too, I think, and a Republican even worse, right? His wife and I think two daughters all participated in the Women's March. The Women's March was all about pushing, they wore these hats that are pink and they represent the woman's body part into which the doctors go in and kill the babies. That's what that Women's March was about. That's what the pink hats were about. Worse than the KKK hood. More murderous than the KKK. And I don't know how much KKK even murdered, honestly. But the Women's March today is a bunch of Planned Parenthood feminists. And that guy, whose wife runs the ho- his home, was involved with Obama. And he was in the Trump so-called administration. Did you know that? James Comey. And then he was replaced by somebody just every bit as bad who's now pushing anti-white smears. But Susan Rice sent herself an email regarding a meeting that she had with all those people, noting that Obama asked his team to be mindful to ascertain if there's any reason we cannot share information fully with the incoming Trump team as it relates to Russia. Interesting. Coming up with excuses, so-called legal excuses, to undermine Trump and hide stuff from Trump. But then they try to claim that Oh, Trump, by not conceding the election, he undermined national security. And by the way, Biden himself 
was personally raised the idea of the Logan Act, which is where you're not supposed to be uh, talking with foreigners when you're not when you're a citizen about to become a whatever about to become a position of power, like uh, what they did to Michael Flynn, which is not even a reasonable thing. It was just a uh, ridiculous. It was just a ridiculous smear against Flynn. But because of the dishonesty of Joe Biden, Barack Obama, the FBI, Susan Rice, and all these people, they uh, got him fired. Samantha Power was another one. I have the pictures of these people, by the way. Susan Rice is at the top of this article. This is a photograph at the top of this article regarding the uh, tr- oh, Biden corruption. That woman... And there's, to this day, there's people in the so-called deep state who are, (laughs) who are, worked with this woman, working inside, like, as officials, and people who are predisposed to believe lies, believe that the government is honest, and that Trump is the liar. Give me a break. Give me a break. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for the, to this day, uh, drop. Samantha Power is another one, I think. Yeah, Biden, Samantha Power. A white-looking woman. She has been named as administrator, an administrator, a U.S. Agency for International Development. She's not yet confirmed, this woman. She was the former ambassador to the U.N., the United Nations, the evil United Nations. In the Obama administration. Despite having no intelligence role, reportedly she made hundreds of unmasking requests during the final year of the Obama administration regarding international spying on Americans. But it's supposed to be for international purposes. She denied making any of the unmasking requests. Do you trust her? I don't. But she's getting a role in the Biden administration, not yet confirmed. Acting attorney, acting deputy attorney general, John Carlin is the next guy. He's uh, currently the acting deputy attorney general. Involved in the DOJ's investigation into the events of the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Mostly peaceful protests, really. So this guy is going at part of the people going after Trump supporters. And ignoring Black Lives Matter, right? And Antifa riots. And terror attacks. Carlin recently confirmed that more than 300 people have been charged in relation to the events on January 6th, just recently, and more than 280 have been arrested. He told reporters February 26th that the investigation is moving at a speed and scale unprecedented. Why are they so eager to, per- to investigate this? Because it's against right-wingers. Earlier in his career, he was the deputy chief of staff and counselor to then-FBI director Robert Mueller. You know, the rhino. With the team of angry Democrats who was investigating Trump. And brought completely unrelated charges to people in the, who were in his campaign. Later be appointed as special counsel during the Trump administration. During the Obama administration, this guy, Carlin, John Carlin, was... Assistant Attorney General for National Security and head of DOJ's National Security Division, NSD, from 2014 to 2016. 
involved in the FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation of the Trump administration. Did you know that? According to FBI lawyer Lisa Page, I think she's the one who was girlfriends. Is Lisa Page the one who was girlfriends with uh, Peter Strzok? Yeah. Carlin was receiving briefings on both the Clinton and Trump investigations directly from FBI Director Andrew McCabe. And the progress of the FISA application on the Trump campaign aid Carter Page. FISA being Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. He acted real dodgy, by the way. He was questioned by that rhino guy who puts on a performance every time. He's no longer in the government. Now he's on Fox News. Trey Gowdy, when asked about this whole FISA thing, saying, I don't remember signing this or that. I remember. I don't remember. I don't remember this. They always act dodgy when questioned by Congress. These are not honest people. Victoria Newland, N-U-L-U-N-D, Victoria Newland. She's like a youngish, middle-aged woman. Biden recently announced this woman. He nominated Victoria Newland as Under Secretary of State for Political Affairs, the third highest-ranking post in the State Department. She has a long history in the State Department. Several roles during the FBI's investigation of the Trump campaign. She received the discredited Michael Steele dossier. And she'd been receiving reports from Michael Steele since 2014. And she met with a John McCain guy, by the way, about the stupid Trump-Russia mess. Because McCain wanted to know, oh, we're taking this seriously, right? John McCain being the sleazy rhino, whom the mainstream media always called a maverick. (laughs) Give me a break. And he's kind of really only famous because he stayed in office after getting caught in uh, the Vietnam War. Trump says he's a a war hero because he was captured. I was thinking about the reasons why I love Trump, the different events that were key in showing me that Trump is an honest man standing on what's right. First one was Mexico, not sending their best. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. That was, the whole world blew up. There were boycotts against him. Not just, not just you and me boycotting him. Not just idiots like you and me, or young people, or inconsequential people like you and me. It was like NBC, Universal, multiple, multiple huge companies boycotting him, cutting ties with him. Not to call us idiots, but... (laughs) And then uh, John McCain, John, uh, Trump, John McCain smeared Trump supporters as the crazies. He got the crazies out because finally somebody stood on what was true. That Mexico is not sending their best, for example. And we were so happy. But John McCain called us the crazies. And so Trump is like, oh, John McCain, he's a loser. He couldn't even beat Obama in 2008, right? And then Frank Luntz said, he's a war hero. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. He's a war hero because he was captured. He's a war hero because he's captured. Four times Trump said he's a war hero because he's captured. (laughs) And uh, people freaked. People freaked out. So ridiculous. And Trump stood on it. John McCain is a total rhino and a loser. 
and a backstabber, a traitor to America. Well, I mean, he's dead now. And then, um, multiple times since then, the Charlottesville situation, violence on many sides, and fine, very fine people on both sides. To me, I felt that that was being a bit generous to the left, because the people on the left are not really very fine people, misguided. And both sides of the debate regarding taking down the, the uh, Confederate statues and stuff. Telling the truth about the, um, the women, the Congress, the progressive, quote-unquote, co- Democrat Congresswomen of color. Go back, fix your own, fix home first, and then show us how it's done. But no, they just bring more chaos and destruction, referring to Cortez, uh, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, messy Democrat women. We're pushing around the Democrats right now. <laughs> Such a mess. On uh, January 6th, just recently, January 6th, President Trump told the truth. He said, I hope, I hope Mike Pence does the right thing. We're going to fight, and he fought to the end. You win some, you lose some. They tried to say he lied. They don't have evidence that he lied. They don't have, they didn't even look at the evidence. Anyway, I don't want to get too much into that. But that's what I appreciate about him. Repeatedly. The day that he was inaugurated, his speech about American carnage, they called it dark. No, he was telling the truth about the situation. America has been in major decline. But uh, they don't want to tell the truth about it. Anyway, let me quickly get to Samuel in Sweden before I show more of this Biden mess. (laughs) And, uh... You know, Biden is like the next, the next most charming guy behind Trump in office, except that Biden's a big phony. Anyway, Samuel in Sweden, how are you doing? Thanks for holding. I'm doing well, as usual. Nice. And, uh, you know, I want to call in and mention a upcoming stream is uh, called Paint and Chat with Sam and Matt, which will be a live uh, painting with Matt living the dream. Wow. So you and, paint uh, pictures, right? You paint pictures? Yes, I paint pictures, oil uh, paint. Oil paint. And uh, Yeah, and I started, restarted painting quite recently. I had not been painting for five years, and I kind of started painting, and I got <laughs> a lot of support from people uh, on uh, you know on my followers on my uh, YouTube channel. Nice, Bob Ross style. Bob Ross style. And uh, no, no, not Bob Ross style. Uh, actually, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm more in impressionist. Uh, okay. Abstract. Abstract. But, you know the funny thing. It's, yeah, abstract impressionist. But you know the funny thing is that I'm so happy to find uh, have found my way back. To painting, yeah. That I mean, I did started having a YouTube channel to you know do, do other stuff, and now especially about you know doing the the cross you know every, every Sunday, right? But I mean, now I'm so happy that I found art that I don't don't care if, for example, YouTube would remove me or whatever, because you know the, the most important for me now is really art. Okay. Yeah. But I know I, I will continue having my Sunday 
stream, the cross stream with, you know, news and memes and things. But, you know, I'm just so happy that it was like a bridge, this, you know, YouTube thing to find my way back to something I really love. Yeah. How'd you get into painting? Are you self-taught? Uh, yes, I'm self-taught. I just, I just started painting. Uh, yeah, I, I started painting many years ago. I just started painting without anything, anyone telling me or anything. I just, yeah, I don't really know why, but you know, I stopped five years ago. Okay. And, uh, and uh, now it's now I'm now I'm just want to paint every single day. Nice. I'm painting crazy. Well, that's cheaper than going to college and learning painting and having to pay for all that mess. I don't know if college is free over there, but <laughs> over here, no, people no, pay. No, no, it's not free. Over here, people pay tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to school to learn to paint. And then they're in the hole the rest of their lives. Or at best, they start, they get a teaching job. Or maybe they become famous enough that they can sell enough work that they can sort of support themselves and pay it back off, but it's a, it's a, it's a scam over here in America with the education system, especially with the arts yeah, and I, all that mess. I, I don't, I, I don't know if I said it on my stream, but perhaps I should do. Perhaps I should have it like a theme. But I mean, education should not. I mean, education is for like the one percent of people, and should just be you know very specific things. Right. Most of the, most people are, yeah. I mean, should or really should be living outside that academic world yeah. in real life, you know. And I, th- I can't say the painting real, but I mean, have a real job, you know, and uh, as your main main income, and you can always paint whenever you find, you know. I mean, it's so over or whatever interest you have, but you know, right? Like the the world has become academic crazy. Yeah, you know that we see in universities. Did you? Are you still doing the training for the trade? Training for the trade? Yeah, the electrician or whatever. Yeah. Uh, welder. Oh, welding. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it's on. Nice. How much longer do you have training wise before you get job offers? Well, it's it's still a lot of. Well, it's, you know, when I'm talking about academic, the first part is almost all uh, reading uh, books about, yeah. yeah, and the understanding, and now it's just like a lot of math. Okay. Uh, but, you know, we use uh, some of them when understanding uh, blueprints and things like that. But, yeah, I mean, I try to go through that as quickly as possible so I can start doing the practical welding thing. Yeah. As soon as possible. Nice. But it's on me. It's on me, you know. Oh, okay. If I do everything quicker, you know, I can do it. Oh, right on. All right. Well, good luck with both of those things. That's cool. I used to paint. Thanks. Yeah, I painted in college. It's fun. Okay. Nice. Yeah. You know, uh, perhaps perhaps I bring you on, like, paint and shed with Sam H. It would take me... (laughs) It usually took me, like... 24, 16 hours. Like I would paint for three to five, six hours at a time and put it away, come back the next day, paint more. And so I would, I couldn't just do a, sit and do a painting on a, on a, um, 
stream. <laughs> it never even occurred to me to finish a painting in one night, I don't think. I, I just took forever when I did it. Okay, but uh, if you haven't you haven't uh, shaked my uh, my sand, you know, shake it out. I usually put up put up my um, uh, paintings and nice. speed 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 run. You know, I that's uh, cool. Have it in um, high speed, you know, showing. I did an painting. acrylic painting of Jesse, a portrait of Jesse, uh, a few years ago. We were thinking, oh, we'll do a little. Um, I think it was during our, when our building got flooded and we were trying to okay. raise a little bit of money. So it was like a, a fundraiser thing. And I sold a print of it, but we have the original here. Actually, I have a, a print of it here too. But Okay, you have yeah. to show it. If you can get me to get the picture, you can show it today. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, I think the print of it is sitting, it's in an enlarged print. It's sitting right above Nick's desk. And then the okay, picture is I'd in Jesse's Yeah. I used, I think I used like shiny copper acrylic in the background. <laughs> it was fun. I, I enjoyed doing it, but it took me all of, I think it might have been Thanksgiving weekend holiday. And maybe a little bit longer than that. Anyway, that's cool. Looking forward to seeing that, Samuel. Yeah, it's the same time your show starts, like... What will it be? Nine uh, nine a.m. Uh, Californian time on Saturday. Uh, you know. This Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. All right, Samuel. Take care. The same. Bye. All right. Bye. Yeah, I'll show that picture to you guys sometime. Um, Robert in Kansas. Robert, how are you? Hey, hey. Good morning, man. Good morning. Good. Yeah. What are y'all doing? Chilling. Yeah, having a radio show? Yep. <laughs> Dude, all I know, Hake, is we're about to get paid, bro. Base Biden coming out with the checks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's exciting, man. I can't wait to get mine. I'm going to, I got all sorts of plans, Hake. What are you going to do? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, there is this tweet that came out from Washington Compost. Um, saying based Biden, no, they said Biden stimulus showers money on Americans, sharply cutting poverty in a defining move of his presidency. <laughs> and then it shares that, that very same article headline from the Washington Compost. That's the $1.9 trillion package that doesn't actually distribute $1.9 trillion pack, uh, $1.9 trillion amongst Americans. It only gives us 1400 of our own money back. Yeah, and we didn't get minimum wage either. That would have been nice. And then unemployment <laughs> went to 300. What what kind of, you know, and then we could just get rid of all of it and do UBI, but you know, people think I'm crazy. Are you for the uh, you're for universal basic income? Oh yeah, man, we could outlaw homelessness. It would be beautiful. I think know? we could outlaw homelessness anyway. Well, how are you going to, you can't, you know, if people have zero resources, you can't be like, you know, go get an apartment somewhere, you know? I think if we deport the illegals and maybe even deport the homeless, <laughs> we can uh, we can clean up this mess without needing all that free stuff. Because it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's kind of um, debilitating. 
You're not th- excited about your check. Hey, don't lie. What's that? You're not excited about getting your check. I'm I'm not that excited about it because it's it's our own money, and they're not even giving us all of it back. Yeah, they're spending. He supposedly it's going to help. It's going to increase the economy by one trillion dollars, but we're spending two trillion dollars to do it. It doesn't even make sense. Oh yeah, base Biden. He's talking about <laughs> the Indians taking over and everything, man. He's uh, he's doing a good job up there. He's for the Indians to take over. No, he's talking about the Indians, or he said something. He's talking about Mexicans or Mexicans taking over Latinos. I forget what he said, but <laughs> he just keeps he just keeps saying these things. He's like uh, he's like we got to help. Uh, I think he said rural, rural blacks or rural people. Maybe maybe it's not the same quote. They're talking about like. If you're black and you can use the internet, someone helped you or something like that. Right. <laughs> you know, he just keeps saying this stuff, and it's hilarious. Yeah, hey, that um, is true. He's, you know, he's like a, he's older than a boomer, I believe. And so yeah. sometimes he slips up and is a little bit honest. Some guy in the chat said UBI won't get rid of homelessness. Whatever, man. This guy, you, <laughs> you people, I swear, man. Um <laughs> This is a so, this is a so- socialist. You are a socialist, right? Well, national socialist. So right. That's a little different than maybe like an AOC, you know, if you know what I'm saying. But um, you agree on on socialism part. <laughs> well, it just depends. Like that can be defined in the way that it is. Uh, and so, yeah, there's some parts of socialist doctrine that are very similar to communism and control over the human. Uh, the human person in a way that you're, you know, you're right about when you talk about that that type of socialism. But then there's other uh, socialism that would protect the human from uh, the corporations. So uh, if you have a corporation or a banking system that is in control where they can just tax you into oblivion or something like that, um, or or maybe not allow you to to use, let's say, their services, like if they are the platform, like the public right. space, like Google or a Facebook or whatever, if they ban you from there, like they did Trump on Twitter, you know, they really have a level of control where a socialist would say, no, as a corporation, you have to, uh, the, the, the rights of the human man supersede your rights to operate as a corporation. So, you know, poisoning yeah. our food, water and stuff like that, all that stuff would be outlawed in a way that uh, would protect the human being or the, the living man over the uh, the corporations. Uh, and you need government to step in to do that if, if the corporations are so powerful. So okay. That's, uh, that's you know, we, above all that, we need people to return to morality because the the government right now is corrupt. And you are right. This, the co- corporations are corrupt, too. And so it's a mess right now because both the government and the corporations and most of the we the people are so corrupt people are are justifying the oppression of and marginalization of the whites and christians and babies and men that's been going on for more and more for some decades so and i know that you agree with returning to morals so that's the first oh, yeah. thing the social arg- argument, I would just say in a phrase, it's just, do you, you know, if national means like the people, and right. socialism is like to the benefit of. 
So right now we have like corporate socialism in a way, or corporatism and fascism in a way uh, that you know it, that you know where the corporations are in control. They right. can just say, "You got to wear a mask to come in our grocery store." Where the socialists might say, "No, the human right to go and be in the free market." It actually supersedes what the corporations can even make you do in a public space, right? So, like, I can't come in Hake's home, but if Hake has a public business somewhere, and as long as I'm basically, I have money, I have, I'm dressed in an appropriate way, whatever, I, I'm supposed to be able to do business at your store, Hake. Right. But if you say, no, Robert, you have to have a vaccine before you come into my store. That's what's coming. Well, the, the, yeah, the corporatists would tell you, no, you got to do whatever the corporation says. Right. Or the socialists would say, no, the human man's right supersedes the corporation's right, and you can go into any public space and shop as long as you have consideration. I don't uh, think so that, that, but I don't think that most of the socialists agree with letting people get in without a vaccine. They don't want people to be able to function without a vaccine. Well, no returning to normal without a vaccine, you know. Well, yeah, but those are those are the corporations that control America, Hake. It's not the socialists. If you had a national socialism, that would be we would have a totally different type of government. They would have uh, so to be have they would have to be decent minded. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, they wouldn't have to. Just in America, we're about money. We're about we have a banking, uh, we have a, a corporate, a corporate governance in America where everything is based on commerce and on on money. Where national socialism would place place the human man above that, above the corporation, above the bankers. But you sounded pretty. They, you sounded pretty excited about getting your money from <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> Yeah, we need. So we even need to still, get, yeah, yeah. even getting away from the corporations, we st- you still got to break that love of money. Well, do you agree that? Money, do you agree that um, being spoiled by that free stuff sometimes undermines your creativity and ability to work? Yeah, well, it's not free, right? It's just tax dollars, isn't it, or is it? No, I guess I guess they lent it into existence, but that's eventually paid by taxation. So it isn't free for anybody. All of it's on us, right? Inevitably, it's just a redistribution in the way that it is. You know, like you say, a lot of it went to foreign nations and to programs like making everybody, you know, female and gay and and you know whatever hate white people, like you say. Um, that's, that's, uh, yeah, you're right about that. Hey, just, a like a one third of it or whatever it was actually went out in checks. So when there's and, a redistribution, a you're giving people stuff that they didn't work for directly. And it's, it's kind of like, I watched a video over the weekend of this guy, Russian guy who was working outside in 10 degree weather, 10 degrees Fahrenheit, which is negative something, uh, Celsius, right? And, um, he built, he built this thing that he called a Finnish log torch. And basically he split it into three parts, cut out the middle, started a fire inside the middle of it. And then he ran a pipe. He, he roasted a shish kebab for himself and a couple of hot dogs or whatever. And he ran a pipe into his tent and heated up his tent using this thing that was called a Finnish, um, log torch. And he's doing all these creative things and figuring stuff out. 
And it's that those hard times that I think um, and many people think made whites creative and thrive under hard times and smart and all that and I feel like all of this spoiling of society these good times these easy times and this um, this socialism mindset and the you know even the a little bit of the excess well what we have right now is um, is undermining that creativity and that work ethic and that um, closeness to God anyway that's just that's kind of a side note <laughs> I appreciate yeah, it, Robert. We'll talk more, yeah, man. That's, that's all intentional, though, Hake, as far as the undermining of work and the, that ethic of work and what that, that production is. Yeah. That would be in a, a eugenic society where you would benefit meritocracy and, and hard work. It, who would it benefit, Hake? It would benefit men and it would benefit white people. Right. And so if you want to bring down society and destroy it, you can't have a meritocracy where the best person, the best qualified, the hardest worker is taken to the top because you want to bring mankind low. Right. You don't like the image of God, and you want there, you don't want there to be human leadership, which is the white man, right, in terms of the human family. And so you have to get rid of that meritocracy and that, that honor, that de- they delegitimize work because work favors the white straight man, the human leader. And so if you want to get rid of that meritocracy and bring in what, the, what, what is now a cacistocracy, right, so governance by the worst people, <laughs> yeah. the most perverted, the most disgusting True. people you can imagine, yeah. that's what our government is. And so they can't have white men and, and, the, and, and make work legitimate again or production legitimate again because white men and, and some Nordic Asians would take over every position of leadership and management there was. They have to put women in there. They have to put blacks in there. They have to put, you know, sub-whites in there in general in order to bring down society to a lower level. That's yep. the operation of the government, Hank, is to destroy the nation, the people. I got you, right? Robert. I, I totally get you. Okay, I got to run, man. Take I'll care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hot Computer Smell gave us super chat. Streamlabs.com slash The Hague Report. Thank you. Cast Cobra Koi 99, casting on fire. What's up, Cobra Koi? Good to hear from you. Thank you for the ongoing support. And so did Noah's Art Kansas with a stay safe. Appreciate you guys over there on Trovo, trovo.live slash the hate report. Brandon M gave a colorful chat, which is a super chat. It's supportive. And he says, maybe you should play some soothing jazz instead of angsty teen music. So I'll put it. So I'll put Earl the Girl, Tony Baloney, Joe Cringian, <laughs> and Maze in a better mood. Interesting suggestion. Yeah, maybe I will. Earl like a squirrel. I think he's going nuts. Nice. Earl like a squirrel. I think he's going nuts. Yeah, last week I played um, fun white boy hip hop, trip hop, noise hop, music. Soul Junk, and this week I'm playing all these depressing, emotional, depressed music. I said depressed twice, because it's doubly depressed. But thank you. Yeah, maybe it's a good suggestion. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me get to Keith in Illinois. 
That's an interesting question. What's up, Keith? Hey, what's up, Jake? Hey, good to hear from you. Oh, yeah, always nice to talk to you. I was wondering, uh, I was watching this uh, Coming to America 2. Coming to America 2? Yeah, the movie. Part 2? Yeah, part 2, yeah. Oh, I wasn't, I don't know if I knew Uh, that there was a part 2 to Coming to America. Are you talking about the Eddie Murphy movie where he's an African Kang? Yeah, yeah, that's the one, that's the one. And I I was watching it, uh, it was was free on YouTube because I wasn't going to pay, I'm not going to pay I don't Any blame you. Movies, I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to pay. Right. And guess what? Just like I saw, the woman is, you know, saving everything. Her, his daughter beat up a whole general army by themselves, okay? Three daughters. Oh, my daughter. gosh. This came out in 2021. Yes. It ain't nothing but liberal crap, man. Women, I'm looking at them cry on TV 24-7 about how they're not in charge. They're in charge of families. Most of my supervisors, the managers are, managers, uh, are women. You know, most of the women that make six figures, uh, black, uh, black uh, women are black. I mean, you know, if they never right. get enough liberals, you know, China make sure that the women can be in control so they can take over this country one day. We all know this. James and, and, Earl and, and, Jones is still alive? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. He's 91. Yeah, yeah, wow. he's 91. Yeah, he's still, yeah. He's Good still for him. Kind of. And uh, in the movie, um, like I said, you know, the daughters, you know, be- defeat a whole army by themselves with sticks, okay? <laughs> yeah. And then in the end, uh, he go get his son from New York. He's supposed to be the heir to the throne. And he makes his daughter the heir to the throne. Wow. Instead of the moral. So this liberal crap, I don't watch that crap. I mean, I'm just so sick of every time I... I don't even watch TV anymore. It's, 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 I try to watch the NBA All-Star game. Ain't nothing but people crying and moaning, racism, women don't get this. this. That's all you see on TV, liberal TV, is the same. It's like watching the same thing 24-7. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It has become yeah. so corrupt and feminist and yeah. SJW-ish. It's such a shame. They've completely changed the culture. Yeah, it's saturated. It ain't like you, it ain't like, you know, males, you know, it ain't like it's like, you know, divided 50 50. Okay, fine. Right. No, it's just one sided. It was saturated with feminists, you know, everybody yeah. complaining about racism. Oprah, ugly, fat, rich self, I always call it racism. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you know, go get some, she is just the biggest race hustler I've ever seen. It's just like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, it, 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 that's all you see. It's like, I, I, and the people, Somehow they still love it. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna let you go. I know you gotta go. I told somebody this. I said, um, you know, with the fourteen hundred dollar checks, I said, well, my grandchildren gonna have to pay the debt. I'm gonna get the check, but my grandchildren gonna pay the debt. Yeah. Okay. So then they said, well, that's not fair. I said, but why do you want reparations? I said, now if, if every black person get reparations, that's that I put the, the national debt at sixty five trillion dollars. Yeah. I said, let me show you how dumb y'all are. That'll still be black people's debt. And I say, first of all, the $350,000 you get will be worthless because the, co- the country will owe $65 trillion. Yeah. You know, said, it's so, it's so crazy. Yeah. Like, look at, the, look at the disproportionate crimes committed in the black community and think about how expensive that has been to Americans, to yeah. the locals. And yet they're still making payouts to people like Mike Brown's family and Brianna yeah. Taylor's 
family, multi-million dollars yeah. in some cases. I know, I know. I, and for somebody that committed a crime, both of them right. were committing crimes and they get paid money. It ain't nothing but, you know, the, uh, the the liberals and the Democrats trying to promote this this racism. But all this hurting is black people. I mean, right. the thing about it, I mean, you know what I mean? With, with, with the crime that black people have to deal with in their own community, the shootings, the, the, the rapings, the pimping, the drug dealing, the drive-bys, the dropout rate, the disease rate, it's like you're dumb black people, you're losing 24-7. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. So the no, title of the movie is called Coming to, Coming to as in America the number, too. to America. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's, on, it's on YouTube for free. It's on YouTube for free. Embarrassing. Yeah, it's a very, Amazon. Very, very. Is it an Amazon no, no, no. Amazon make you pay for it. Okay. Talking, but it's on YouTube for free. That's funny. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jake. I just want to say that. Yeah, I'm just, I I don't even want to turn on the TV. I'm just, it's ridiculous, man. That's all I have to say. It's bad. All right, buddy, y'all take it easy, man. Thank you, Keith. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you. All right. Take care. Man, let me get to Cam in Georgia. Cam, what's up? Good to hear from you again. What's up, man? Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I saw your shirt, um, Knowledge is Poison. Yes. And, yeah, 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 and I've always, I grew up, I always heard knowledge is power. I just wanted, I just wanted your take on that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is available on the Hake Report Teespring site. If you go to thehakereport.com, it's in the menu, Teespring. Um, and the point of my saying this knowledge is poison stuff is because I noticed that a lot of people in general get into learning stuff. And once they learn a little bit of things... It puffs up their pride. They think that they know something. They ba- they start bashing people over the head with it. And I'm talking about whether you're a Christian, an atheist, a black, a white, a woman, a man, a male, or I should say, I shouldn't use the term man so loosely. Because <laughs> men don't tend to do this, like men be- who are being men. But right. a little bit of knowledge is good, but you don't need all that much it- to go on. People get into knowledge, and the more knowledge you get, the more you're rationalizing evil. There are people who know that homosexuality is wrong, right? And yet, they'll feel conflicted about it because they're hateful people. Because they're they're educated. Yeah, yeah, and they're educated. And and education is indoctrination. And you get in. It sounds crazy. It sounds crazy when you say it because they're educated, but it it really means. it really means they're, it's like, it's almost like if you're being taught the, 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 the wrong knowledge yep. from the wrong person and you're taking it in and you're thinking it's great, it's good. And yeah. then you think about it, you're like, yo, I don't feel right, but it has to be right. I paid how much for this college course? <laughs> it got to be right. Yeah. And then you start feeling bad because you're like, I wasted my money. No, I didn't. No, no, it's right. It's right. It's right. And it's like, yo, you're going to spend your whole life battling back with yourself. But I, I thought I thought you were coming from that perspective, but I see where you're coming from, yeah. Yeah, even the even knowledge that is true, even true knowledge, like or factual knowledge, let's say, like stuff in the Bible or stuff that Jesse Lee Peterson says, if people aren't changing, they're taking that empty knowledge and just repeating it or yeah. thinking that they they it's kind of intellectually stimulating, it makes a little bit of sense, but they're not living it. It's um it ends up being poisonous because they think that they have something that they don't. They believe that they're going to heaven when they don't even know God. They're continuing to sin or they're, um, they're bashing people over the head with the quote-unquote truth. So that's why I say knowledge is poison. There's a lot of whites who are finding out information about um, 
the attack on whites, the replacement of whites, the um, right. the lies about racism and crime and Jewish people and right. all this and that's stuff. knowledge that is considered knowledge. But yeah, it's, it's factual. A lot of it is factual knowledge, but yet it's it's poisoning them. They're not. Uh, they're getting angry with it or prideful. And then they think oh, that they're awake. Okay. I see, I see, I see, I see. Okay, 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 okay. That, that, I just even, you turned another side of the leaf because now I'm thinking like, okay, somebody is actually, no, they, like, it's like they see exactly, oh my God, this is evil. Oh my God, oh my God, I want to react, I want to react. Yeah. But it's like that, knowing that is the poison because you have to allow that to just be what it is. And just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I like that because it makes me think because I've always grown up, knowledge is power. Right. So I'm like, knowledge is poison. I'm, I just start thinking <laughs> like, what is knowledge poison? How can knowledge be poison? I look at knowledge is power. Here's another example. But power, but, yeah, but go power on. corrupts. But right. power corrupts. Yeah, so, that's true. So if you say knowledge is power and then you, you sound, yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Nice. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's another thinking. example the um, black Hebrew Israelites. They know yeah, the Bible yeah. so well. And yet, I them closely. Yeah, some I like of them, them are they, some of them are nice people, but they're right. a little off. They believe in white no, supremacy. They're wrong. They're wrong. Yeah, yeah all that they end up. It's horrible. Yeah, many yeah. times they end up being hateful people. They're uh, they think they know something. They think they're, I don't know. They jump to conclusions and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, um, I actually, I saw I saw that um that Jesse Lee Peterson pro, uh, 1995 thing <laughs> yeah. with the Israelites. Yep. Yeah, I watched that and I love that man. I love that so much because I love how intense and i love how like uh just like in like they're just really into that shit like you know what right. I mean? I'm, I'm sorry for, sorry for saying the uh s word but i know you know what i'm saying like they're really into it <laughs> like he was sitting there on stage like really getting into it like jesse's just trying to like everybody's asking questions i love that i love that i yeah. just wish that they would drop the hate and if, if they drop the hate and we just come together it's real powerful what they're saying it's just it's just real what right saying. it's just that hate part it's like Oh man, why we gotta go? It's like, oh man, and it, 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 it just it sucks because I, I they say a lot of good stuff and it's like, man, right? You know, read you on, know. read on. They would say, right? <laughs> you know, there's another, there's another thing. Um, what did I? Oh, it's in the Bible. It says the Bible talks about this conflict that was going on back in the Bible times because some people were judging each other for eating meat that had been sacrificed to idols versus not eating the meat sacrificed to idols. And they were judging each other. It was a big conflict inside the church of people who were Christians trying to do what's right. And they were infighting. And um, Paul said something to the effect, he was writing to this church saying, we know that an idol is nothing and that meat sacrificed to idols is nothing. It's nothing. It's no big deal. But he said, knowledge puffs up but love builds up. That means you, mm. love is more important than knowledge. So if you have love, then you um, act right with the little knowledge that you have, which is all you really need. And you're not into bashing people over the head or judging or infighting or trying to divide unnecessarily. Because there's a lot of unity that we could have among Christians and people who want what's right. That we don't because evil is infecting us. And part of that, part of, I think that power, I don't know if power corrupts or if power just exposes the corruption or in, enhances the corruption because people are well, already kind of corrupt. I yeah, I don't necessarily believe that statement. I was just saying, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if you necessarily believe it, but you know, people say that. Power right. corrupts, power corrupts. Something in knowledge is power. You know, power corrupts. Something yeah. Something like that. 
Yeah. Knowledge is poison. I'm like, well, you know, poison can make you, yeah, it it, it can kill you. Yeah. So it's like, you know, this is like, this is like, it can, it can, it can like change your whole frame of mind. And it's like, I've, I've yeah, I've gone through all that, but th- that was, that was really it, man. I just wanted to talk about that shirt. I like that shirt, man. That's nice. I like that statement. It's nice. kind of like, uh, it's kind of a better way of saying ignorance is bliss a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like a kind of an opposite way of saying it a little bit. There are, or if like, you think about it, there are simple people that you may know, simple country people or simple people in general who just live a simple life. They may not be educated, and yet they're more pure, they're more decent, they're more close to common sense than the highly educated deceivers who are running yeah. the country or who are journalists and writers and stuff like that. Like uh, Tanahasi Coates is this, this educated deceiver guy who lies about um, racism and stuff and ignores the destruction oh, in the black community. But then Jesse Lee Peterson is not highly educated. He's just simple and telling the truth. And that's what Trump portrays, too, even though he is educated. He, um, he yeah. returns to simplicity. Awesome, He's man. a humble man. And he communicates in a way that people can understand. And so I think I feel that the simple, honest people are better yeah. than the uh, yeah, Trump, yeah, ridiculous Trump ones. Real. Yeah, Trump, right on, Trump Cam. Trump yeah, man. Good I'm to hear a, from I'm you again. And watch the show, man. I like the show. I subscribed and all that. I like that. Everybody likes this. Yeah, you know appreciate that. Right on, man. <laughs> all right, <man>. <laughs> all right. <laughs> take care. Right. Okay, guys. We're coming up to the second hour. I have Ian from California wants to talk about painting, and I will be getting to him next. And Eli from NorCal, Northern California, who has a biblical question or a question referring to a Bible verse. And I have some uh, funny, interesting stuff about Biden and a throwback little story about Brendan Ike whom I mentioned yesterday as the former Mozilla CEO of the company that put out Firefox. Just an interesting throwback story for you guys. All right, guys, hang tight. I will be right back for hour two.
back, guys. Hope you enjoy the John Parfit music. Is it better than Hake's angsty Christian music? Actually, I don't think that Carter Ferris, uh, who put out that XS song, <laughs> was a Christian. Maybe he was, but I think of the people who run Lujo Records as Christians, but I don't think that Carter Ferris was Christian. But uh, that's Bob, not Bob. Looking at Bob Ross. That's a uh, John Parfit. Bright lights. What's the song? That one was called. That one was called "Save My World." Nice. Right on. Read on. Oh, those black Hebrew Israelites from that 1995 or whatever 1996 um, Jesse Peterson show interview, TV interview, local TV interview. They didn't call, no, they called somebody else gay. It was not that person. Anyway. Just crazy. Just vicious. White music. That's true, Mahmoud. Okay. Um, let me get to Ian in California. He wants to comment on this painting thing. What's up, Ian? How are you? Hey, hey, thanks uh, for having me again. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, about the painting you did about Jesse. Uh, I hope it wasn't one of those Titanic paintings where Jesse's like laying on the couch. <laughs> no, what the heck? No, he's, he's really cracking up about this. That's funny. <laughs> what does Jesse say I have about a friend that? who laughs at his own what? jokes, and I think I laugh at my own jokes too. You're you're mostly white, right? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it a white thing to laugh at your own jokes? Yeah, I'm, I'm a clown. I'm a clown. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to. I just wanted to give you some mess on that painting. That's funny. I, if I was Jesse and you made a painting on me, I'd be like, "What the?" Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a portrait. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a portrait. Yeah, just a headshot. Just him? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's actually from painting? his. It's from the antidote. The antidote book cover has a picture of him, oh, and okay. I covered. I painted the face. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, because I said, I was like, I said something in the comments on YouTube and I got timed out for it. Oh, I think that's it was funny. Little... Oh, yeah, the, uh, that's funny. If it was yeah, vulgar, yeah. then they probably should have timed you out. If yeah. they were just protect being oversensitive on my behalf, then yeah. they didn't have to time yeah, you out. Yeah, that's good. But, yeah, don't yeah, take it. Good. It is good. Those of you who, got, who get timed out or banned and all that stuff, don't take it personally. Don't yeah, take nah, it nah, on, that, on that one, I didn't. I, I, nice. I know I probably shouldn't have said that. I, I was being wrong. I was being wrong. I was being silly. You That's know, funny. So. And then you came on air and <laughs> said it. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to put a little, you know, yeah, a little make a little fun of me. Well, I'm I, glad I, I that you brought it up so that I could clarify now. because it didn't even occur to me that people might take it the wrong way. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Hank. All right. I'll all right. Go. Good to hear from you, man. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Man, people have dirty minds. In fact, I never watched the Titanic. I didn't watch it. That movie that came out when I was in high school, actually. I think this guy annoy this guy is annoying, says Samurai Camp. <laughs> uh yeah, I never watched it. I felt that it was uh hype. And I never watched it. To this day, I have not seen the Titanic. To this day! That's when the girls thought that Leonardo DiCaprio was such a heartthrob. And then it had a, that woman who was allegedly, I, don't, I haven't seen it, I haven't watched it myself. She got like naked in that movie. What a mess. 
I remember one of my coaches saying, such and such person being naked doesn't make it a good movie. Because some of my friends thought it was such a good movie. <laughs> High schoolers. So shallow. Emotional. Titanic wasn't very good, says Desperado Dave. You didn't miss anything. Nice. Yeah. I like some of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's other movies, but that guy is off the deep end liberal. What a mess of a person. I remember seeing him do all this drama about, like, climate change or something, speaking to the UN, United Nations. Was he a child actor? I think he was this little kid. And then there was a y another young guy uh, who played, Cap he played Captain something. He played in the Pirates of the Caribbean. And he was in the movie too, and he was a little bit older. Like the older brother and then this Leonardo DiCaprio being a little kid. That was a weird movie to see because I never didn't know that they were doing all that mess. Anyway. Um... Quickly, let me get to Eli in NorCal. I don't know if he likes NorCal or Northern California. What's up, Eli? Am I pronouncing it right? What's up? Hey. Yeah, bro, we, we talked before. It's Eli Ray. I just got a new number. Okay. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you, too, man. I had uh, our last conversation. I had something to add to it that you might find interesting. But it was cool that you were talking about uh, kind of the Bible verse. I don't know if it was Paul or, G or Jesus clearly made all, all food clean. Oh yeah, but in Genesis, but in Genesis two twenty nine, you know you're like, where I'm from, you know, we grow a lot of ganja, and everybody is around it, so you can't help but at least get into it when you're in middle school, high school. So what that I means, realized that means pot, pot, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never done any other drug. I've never done anything else. But what I realized is when it comes to like not seeking knowledge and being content, that's kind of what it does for me, and it allows me to kind of dwell in that space, and then in Genesis 2.29, I couldn't find it, but it's there in any Bible. It says, uh, God has given all the herbs of the earth which have seeds. <laughs> and it's like, it's interesting because a lot of people... I don't know if there is a Genesis 2.29, dude. <laughs> look, yeah, no, look at look, 2.29. Or just look it up. Look it up. If anybody has a Bible Genesis in the office, two, Genesis chapter 2? I think it's, yeah, I'm just sorry. Let's Genesis yeah, chapter 2 only goes up to 25. Look it up. <laughs> I did look it up, man. Go, just look it up right now. Just I look did. it up on the internet. I'm looking it up on the internet. Genesis 2. No, 2-29. Two, 2-29? Two yeah. You're amazing. <laughs> amazing. Have you been smoking this morning? Just read that. Read that for the show. It's amazing. Uh, you want me to read all, all 29 read, chapters of it? No, just type in Genesis 2.29. I did. Herbs. And then just read that passage. It's like the first <laughs> thing on Google. I could, it's the first thing on Google. And it's in my Bible. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, just read it. Bestow the glory of God, if you, if you don't mind. 2-29. What? Yeah. I don't know why. Um, other Bible, you know. No, maybe. Oh, okay. You're, no, it's actually one twenty nine, dude. It says 229 in mine, but... I know, but you it. guys got it backwards, because you What does it say? Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right, but read For it. For sure though. I'm right. Talk, but read it, though. <laughs> okay, Genesis one twenty nine, And God said, See, I have given you every herb, or herb, <laughs> that yields seed 
which is on the face of all the earth and every tree whose fruit yields seed Amen. to you, it shall be for food. But even, and did you know that marijuana has a seed? Did you know that there are seed, seed f- fruits that are poisonous too? But do, do you drink coffee? Cause it doesn't say anything about beans. But you're changing the subject. Did you know that there are no? There I'm are, just saying. No, on this whole, it's a double standard. I'm saying it's clo- it's closer to. what Did the you Lord know said, that there are way. there are seeds that are poisonous to you? Uh, I do understand that, but there's no there's no, no buts. mention of beans. No buts. But, but you but you participate in things like coffee that aren't written anywhere in the Bible, uh, poisonous or non-poisonous. Just because I'm doing wrong, are, just because I may be doing wrong, doesn't mean you can do wrong. It's not wrong. It's written in the Bible. God gave all herbs of the earth with seed, and this one's not poisonous. So but you're justifying getting high. No, it's, it's actually the opposite. I'm just doing what the Lord says in Scripture. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you're Don't gone, man. Ha- have you been smoking this morning or ingesting or whatever? And, what is that? I don't know. I've never done Have you ingested things? I don't do that. Yeah, when you eat, when you eat uh, brownies, that's ingesting it. You mean when the Lord said He's given you all herbs of the earth with seeds for food? When you eat, yeah, when you I, eat I, I marijuana brownies to get high, you're ingesting it. Do you not follow scripture? Do you, you not follow logic? Coffee beans are narcotic. Coffee beans are literal narcotics, literally. Okay. Right. If you do coffee, it would make you quite a hypocrite and a Pharisee. What, what good Bible. does that do you if I'm a hypocrite? It doesn't do us any good, but, you know, you're supposed to point out and do a nod to the Pharisees, and if you're claiming that the Bible says not to smoke weed and Jesus doesn't approve of it, it's just because you say it's poisonous, it's not poisonous, and so it still says... I didn't say it's poisonous, I said that there are seeds, every seed is not good. How does that disprove, how does that disprove what it, what, because this one is... Because you're using, you're using the Bible to justify getting high. Nope, I'm using, I've never done any other drugs. Have you gotten high before? Marijuana? Are you high now? Have you, have you ever done marijuana? Uh, are you high now? Like, how many people have ever had sex? Like, about sex, but they don't know what it is. Are you high now, I, Eli? You sound like my grandmother. <laughs> Your grandmother may be right. <laughs> I don't know how to explain It's funny, because you won't answer the question. You just don't understand the really weird question. You're, uh, you're breaking up, Eli. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> But I like you, man. I really appreciate right on. you. We don't have to agree on that. But I, I really like you too. You, man. I like you, know, you you're, too. You're awesome, and your show is badass. You guys are going to carry on. I like shooting this shit, and uh, just giving you guys a hard time. Keep it I clean. Keep like it clean for me, buddy. But that's nice. Hey, well, Genesis, you know, follow scripture, my friend, and, and he'll lead the way. I appreciate your it, own, Eli. Your own, but don't put your own convictions over the Lord. Are you Are you so high now, though? Again, I don't talk to my grandmother about it. It's, Challenging to talk to somebody who's never smoked marijuana because it's not—it's not high. My How do you know if I've—you don't know whether I've smoked it before or not? Why are you—why are you judging me? You're judging me. No, you're feeling I'm, the judgment on yourself because you're judging yourself and me. I'm holding up a mirror. No, you're not. You're judging. You can't even answer the direct question. <laughs> if you really want to keep it private, if you want to keep it private, no, it doesn't have to be private. It's just that's, that's not the terminology I would use. Do I? Because I have uh, PTSD, and so when I smoke marijuana, medicinally, it helps me feel what most people would call normal. And so it's actually a unique thing for me. So what I'm do you have PTSD from it. again? Where'd you get PTSD um, again? When I was 14, my schizophrenic brother tried to strangle me up against the fridge. And, 
he didn't really know what he was doing, and then he did it again when I was 18, and then I, man. I went to jail. Yeah, it was crazy, man. But he went He went to jail? Your brother did? No, I, I did, because it was the holidays, and then I had just turned 18, and I was a Christian, so I was like, I'm not going to press charges, and I totally should have fought the case, but yeah. I chose not to, and so it was wild, man. It's, uh, you know, PTSD is weird because it deletes your memory for a while, and you feel like things are normal, so it was hard for me to kind of backtrack and figure out what was going on, and I started looking at the Amish people, and I was like, man, they don't let their kids go past a certain grade in school because they're just kind of surpassing the knowledge they need just for life. And, right. And then I and then I loved marijuana, and I, I kind of had a... Do the, Amish do, do the Amish use marijuana? I'm not sure about this. If they read the scripture, they probably do. <laughs> a lot of, but you know what I mean? I'm just saying, aside from that, I find that it allows your mind to be... Um, to certain people who may have trauma or maybe another thing going on. But um, don't believe that, the, Eli, you no, don't want to believe... No, no, it's not believing that. No, 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 it's not believing that. It's a testimony through... Like, I, I found Genesis uh, 129. I'll trust you there. This last right. year, and, I, and I'd already felt it intuitively, and I don't want to be a Rastafarian. I don't, I don't like that. And I felt like <laughs> there's people that don't like plot. But the thing is, is there's still a context. Are you a normal white person? Others. No, I'm an Hispanic. White Hispanic, with okay. A little bit of black. All right, but and I a little black. White. Okay. Well, have you been down? Nephew, have you man. been down here for church before? No, I'm moving back to the area soon. I would love to. That's oh, what really? My plan is. I was, I was working at Trader Joe's Silver Lake uh, right after the. Uh, right on. I like that the, area. The event that happened. There. It's, it's great. It's a. You should look it up. Actually, I want. You're the one who had like a crazy story, huh? Do, do you have like connections to the JFK family? Absolutely not. Or something? <laughs> no, my my aunt my aunt is Bonnie Ray. I'm that one. Yeah, and she yeah, has connections no to uh, she, according to well, you, no, had, slept with no, a she, with like, a blues star. A lot of them. Yeah, Muddy Waters. She's an amazing artist. Yeah, she's an amazing artist. It's just the the liberal uh, the movement is really vocal out here. And back in the '70s, the no nukes thing kind of to dismantle the. The nuclear family, but they didn't see it that way. And a lot of like uh, hippie communes and like yeah. a lot of that was happening here. And it turned into a Bohemian Grove where Alex Jones found all these hippies in the woods, conservative hippies, and kind of just other sides of Republicans that you wouldn't like, you know. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so anyway, but yeah, that's the thing is in Silver Lake. If anybody's hearing this, there is a movement going on for um, an acquaintance of mine who, who <laughs> passed away in a in a hostage situation in that. Trader Joe's like two and a half years ago, and she is there's a progressive movement for her to get like a monument there in Silver Lake, which she deserves. And they're also trying to check the Los Angeles Police Department as far as funding, not in the traditional way, just because she was shot by the LAPD. Wow! And she was she was just in the store, and there was no security, and it wasn't anybody's fault. But uh, if you look it up, like Silver Lake Trader Joe's, Melly uh, Corrado, M E L Y. Her brother's running for uh, like local office there somehow. Wow! There's like there's like protests going through, so it's cool, man. There's a lot of stuff. I'll show up to church when I go back down there. Okay, man. But Genesis, but Genesis one twenty nine. That's the thing is, is when you do smoke pot. Why I don't like answering in my high? It's because <laughs> I make a choice to to look kind of silly, kind of like it puts you in a childlike state, and that's kind of more selfish. Like you appreciate things that are simple. And, it, and it's really interesting using it as a meditation to that. So my brother's an opiate addict. I've never done hard drugs. I've 
never even sampled them. I've lost two friends to fentanyl who I never even thought did drugs. And so it's like they were high. Right. See what high looks like. But for me, you know, it's like I often mix it with a little tobacco, which also has seeds. I don't want to get. I, do I don't want to get too much but into what the details. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get too much into the details here. This is a child. Yeah, we don't want to promote drug use. <laughs> no, nicotine. don't promote drug use, but as an adult, if you're an adult, not nicotine is horrible. If you never smoke cigarettes, don't. It's just that's uh, a uh, way to not. Eli, but that's the thing is, I, Asmodor, say, say Asmodor the says, the Amish do not smoke pot, and it is evil to twist scripture to justify bad behavior. God made toadstools. That's not, that's not what I'm trying to say. No, God made not, toadstools, oh, but if you eat them, the poison kills the you. The Amish... Now, the Amish are allowed to leave and go to school and integrate into the real world. Rumspringer. I, re- I no, saw that no, thing. Actually, no, no. Yeah, so they get, <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. But they get to smoke weed and drink and stuff, and then they make their own decision when they right. return. Now, the Amish, the Amish did, don't, I don't agree with them. I told my mom once, I'm going to be Amish. It's the only thing that makes sense. And she's like, come on, man. <laughs> and I, that was when I was like 21. So the thing is, is. Let me interrupt you because um, I, I have to keep on yeah, moving. I know. I like talking with sure. you. I like talking with you, though. You too, brother. Let me ask you. you too, I'll show up at church let me ask time. you, though, first. Um, did you do the forgiveness thing that Jesse Lee Peterson recommends? I'm just finally getting off the streets as far as having a car and integrating back into, like, you know, a place. Motel in the motel every day. So I haven't really had time to, you know, really sit down with... I don't have a computer. My phone's barely charged most of the time. But I could... I could do that today or tomorrow. About forgiving your about forgiving your mother and father? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I did that. I called into Jesse uh, the one time I talked to Jesse. Yeah. Um, so you did, you've did. you done that? I did do that, but it's hard, man. I'm like, yeah, I totally went there and did that, and my brother was there who was on and off of drugs, and, he's, you know, it was really complicated, and my friend was there who was coming off of drugs, and man. I was just broke. It was just crazy, you know where I'm from. Yeah, people got people go through crazy things. Um, yeah, but my you mom, do Jesse, but do you do Jesse Lee Peterson's I, silent prayer. I have the silent prayer. My mom sent me to to rehab for pot when I was eighteen, and then everybody laughed at me and said those are the good old days. But I have the uh, silent prayer etched on the back of my wallet, and I read it a couple times every day. The silent prayer etched on the your back. Uh, I'm not talking about the, the seren- that- I'm not talking about the serenity prayer, man. Ah, okay, see, okay, okay, yeah, 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 sorry, so no, no, I that's all right, I've been trying you just didn't know, uh, yeah, yeah the I silent just, prayer, the yeah, check it out, it's, um, silentprayer.video, or go to rebuildingtheman.com slash church, and you can download it, or just yeah, listen to the to audio, for, I wanted to say something on behalf of you for your followers, yeah, I'm not saying promoting any type of behavior like that, it's just when, when you're an adult, you know, when you have a child and when you're in a different phase in life, you'll have different questions with the Bible and with Scripture. Yeah. And by no means, by no means, do you, marijuana is not good at all. You know, it's not, it's not something to look up to. It's something to, same with tobacco, stay away from that. But now I'm just saying, it's just on the sense of a biblical question for men, just in philosophy, you know, like, that's it, James. I appreciate the conversation. All right. You have a kid, Eli? Yes, I do. Her name is Scarlett Rain. She's about four and a quarter. Wow. Well, it's good to hear from you, man. Appreciate you. You too, brother. Take it easy. All right. Yeah, you too. Take care. Man. Yeah, I think that all smokers, whether it's tobacco, pot, or whatever, judgmental. (laughs) Sometimes more honest, but judgmental. Jesse in California has a response to Eli. I didn't want to put him on with Eli because I didn't want to drag it on too long. But Jesse 
in California. What's, hey, what's up, Hey. hey. Going on, man. Yeah, no, I just wanted to. Um, I'm from NorCal too, right? And I used to grow, and I've grown like metric tons of pot, right? I was a commercial grower, and I haven't seen this thing do anything good for anybody. Yeah, pretty much like destroy their lives, man. And it's like uh, Ian sounds like he needs to like dry out, you know, stop being all into the world because it gets you like, like all these drugs are pretty much to get you like into the world. You know what I mean? Like that's what all those pagan religions they use those drugs to talk to spirits. Yeah, and all this crap. So like, drugs pretty much ground you, ground your spirit. I guess you could say, you know. So yeah, like the la- that, like yeah, someone with PTSD. That's the last thing they need is pot. You need to get over that. Not like, sit there and get high, and get all in your head and stuff. You know. Yeah, I was going to mention. Don't believe the doctors about PTSD. He he interrupted me when I started to say don't believe, but don't believe the doctors about the PTSD thing because you're gonna it kind of. Give yourself a mindset of I have this thing that I can't shake and it's Biological or something and it's yeah. not gonna go away when you can Overcome things you can overcome all things well, and, the, and the whole like cannabis community thing everybody that goes to the store like oh, I'm sick Like I need to medicate like oh, I got pain in my wrist and it's like It's like promoting this weakness. You know what I mean? Like that's all I, it's just pretty much like an excuse that's what that's what I look like. Look, look at it as yeah. You know, to especially like if you're deal with life. Especially if you're doing the stuff that gets you high. I hear that there's stuff that's uh, anti-inflammatory that doesn't yeah, affect your highness. But I mean, get you high affect your highness. <laughs> what is she, the queen? But uh, I mean, people people got to be honest with themselves. Yeah, and I mean, like I'm I'm just I'm trying to I'll be honest too. I smoke right. And I used to smoke so much, I used to, like, dab, like, do the concentrates, so I used to make all this stuff, so I <laughs> had it coming out of my ears. <laughs> like, I would eat it, I would smoke it, and it just, like, gets you in, like, a, you're living in a fantasy world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're just, all these, like, hippie stuff, it's all from, like, lazy rosters sitting on their ass, you know, smoking pot all day, all that, like, peace, love stuff. That's so, another thing, man. Um, as far as anybody that I've known that has done it regularly... They're they're not as clear thinking as they think that they are. It affects them and they yeah. don't even realize it. Same thing with all of this stuff with the food and the sex and the um and he's yeah, right about the, the coffee and all that stuff. The um that stuff affects you more than you're more than you're realizing and you're not aware of it. You're not as clear minded as you think you may be. It's it's true. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to kinda of bring that up. Because yeah, I used to grow this stuff and like I've seen people they're Cause I didn't, I wasn't like lazy, you know, I didn't gotta grow it, but I would like sell it to people and they pretty much, you know, growers, like, yeah, we're like peaceful, but we're pretty, we were pretty much outlaws. We're up there with unregistered guns, you didn't know? <laughs> yeah. bring it with Fox State lines, like pretty seedy. Yep. It's not, uh, not like the hippies back in the, in the like sixties, you know, just growing a little bit of bud here and there. Like this is. And the hippies stuff, were no yeah. good either, anyway. <laughs> yeah, they were like distributing LSD, like ruining people's lives. You know what I mean? So, right, it gets you. It gets you just thinking of some crazy stuff. Pretty much like a tool for the devil to uh, deceive you. It's such a you trick. It's such a trick to yeah. try to compare it to other things, because you can compare it to other things and make it think, ah, uh, why is alcohol legal then, or why is yeah. uh, uh, coffee or whatever. It's it doesn't make it right. You gotta just aim for perfection. We gotta be perfect. So yeah. 
and bring yeah, and get right. back in the closet with it. Have some shame, which is having respect. They talk about, you know, the, the liars, the deceivers talk about dignity for the gays, the LGBTQ people. Let them live with dignity. Well, living with dignity is hiding your issues, hiding your um, perversions that, that infect your life. So that in the, in, the, in the hidden, you're showing respect for other people. You're not showing shamelessness. You're not trying to take away the shame and, and dull your uh, conscience. Hide the things and overcome it so that... Yeah, have some shame. Yeah. You can, yeah. You can so overcome not, like, things. You're it out on the world. Yep. But, yep, I just thought I'd touch on that. Thank but, you. Like, it's a waste of money, too, man. People will, like... Right. You know, they'll spend all their money on that stuff, and it's like, it's a waste, man. It's a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Appreciate yeah. it, Jesse. It's good to hear from you. Yep. Yeah, are you white? What are you again? I forget. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm half Mexican and... uh Half Irish and Portuguese. Okay. Or whatever. Quarter, yeah. quarter. Those NorCal people, you guys are a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing around. Yeah, I, I, I think it's kind of like that everywhere 18. now. What's when that? I was 18, I was like, when I was uh, 18, right, I, I, would, I had like two apartments. I had them full of plants. And we were just blasting them because it was like legal <laughs> back then. You could bring it into clubs and it just, yeah, turned into a mess. And but, that's what's funny is that people know... Even like the pro pot people like Joe Rogan that that guy who he's a podcast host He also tries to be a comedian and he's um He's a MMA type announcer guy anymore <laughs> What a mess. It's yeah. funny that Eli held on to that. I forgot all about it. oh the re Sorry guys the stream dropped and we just started again. I didn't even realize it What a mess. Okay, Jesse. Yeah, sorry about that guys. We're back Sometimes this stuff happens. It happened to Jesse a few times today. What a mess. Where the stream dropped and then we started again. Okay. Hopefully it's what? staying. Hang on. H- hang on, Jesse. Okay. Oh, no problem. I think we're okay again. Okay, go for it, man. Last word for you. Oh, man. Yeah, but like- pretty much... Uh- <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just, it's pretty much a mess, though, man. It uh, it there's no nothing good that comes out of it, cause like um, the parents are smoking with their kids now, and it's like next thing you know, now they're down to letting kids having sex in their house, and it just pretty much opens up the, you know, world for corruption. Yeah. And like I see, I see single mothers now. They're like in the cars where I live. They're like rolling blunts in the car with the babies in the back seat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Bad good, example. Man. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, take care, man. I'll let you guys go. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Take care. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, you know, I think we dropped entirely. It's a totally different uh, YouTube stream, even. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. All right, guys. We stopped and restarted, and it should be fine now. I'm seeing a lot of ones. Thank you. We'll see how long this lasts. It should be fine. For a minute so far. Been okay for a minute so far. Thank you. <sighs> okay. So I was going to tell you about Prop 8 before we got so rudely interrupted. Prop 8 was a 2008 California proposition that I told you about yesterday that 
according to Wikipedia, and I remember this incident, Brendan Ike supported. Brendan Ike designed the computer programming language known as JavaScript. JavaScript. And this is interesting. JavaScript, FYI, alongside HTML and CSS, JavaScript is, according to Wikipedia, one of the core technologies of the World Wide Web, which was invented by uh, that stone, that wooden face guy. JavaScript enables interactive web pages and is an essential part of web applications. So this inventor, this co computer programming language designer, Brendan Eich, invented that in 1995. Then he co-founded the Mozilla project. This is Brendan Eich. White guy, chunky. Looks like a nice guy. <laughs> he co-founded Mozilla Project in 1998, the Mozilla Foundation in 2003, and the Mozilla Corporation in 2005. And then, in 2014, Rhino Outlet Wall Street Journal reported that in protest of his coming appointment as CEO of Mozilla, half of Mozilla's board, Gary Kovacs, John Lilly, Ellen Simonoff stepped down because there was a controversy that, that came out in 2012 that he had donated to this Prop 8 thing. Prop 8 says marriage is between one man and one woman. Most Californians supported it. It got passed. So it's a popular measure at the time. Then it got overturned by the Supreme Court. But I don't think it was ever honored by the Democrats who control California or the rhinos. Leaving Mitchell Backer, who's a woman, Reed Hoffman and Katarina Bochert as on the board. CNET later reported that three of the board members who left, out of those three, only, only John Lilly was due to Ike's appointment. Lilly said to the New York Slimes, I rather left, I left rather than appoint him. Declined to elaborate. March 26, 2014, Ike expressed sorrow for causing pain. By what? Donating to Prop 8, what, six years ago? And six years before, right? And pledged to work with LGBT communities and allies. Allies, so-called. And allies is such a dirty word. Ally to the black community. Ally to the LGBTQ community. Means allies for SJWs, social justice warriors. Such a dirty word, it makes me question the origin of the word, right? Because I think the Allies was a reference to World War II Allies. The United States, UK, and others, right? Some of the activists created an online campaign against Ike with an online dating site, OkCupid, I remember this, OkCupid, automatically displaying a message to inform Firefox users about Ike's donation and suggesting they switch to a different browser. They wanted to ban Firefox, deplatform Firefox. Credo Mobile collected more than 50,000 signatures demanding Ike resign. After 11 days as CEO, Ike resigned on April 3rd, 2014 and left Mozilla over his opposition to same-sex marriage. In his personal blog, he said, under present circumstances, I cannot be an effective leader. Well, that's true because all of the people who, or the squeaky wheels in your company, don't support what's right, they support evil. Mozilla made a press release saying board members tried to get Ike to stay in the company in a different role, but he chose to sever ties for the f time being. I told you he is now CEO of Brave Software. They make a, a thing called Brave. 
It's a web browser, right? 2020, during the COVID pandemic, this Brandon Ike guy, he denied the effectiveness of face masks and lockdowns in combating the transmission of COVID and said the U.S. top Im- immunologist, Anthony Fauci, lies a lot. <laughs> and I think that's true. He's a Hillary Clinton fanboy, after all, as is, as he is a Rachel Maddow fanboy. Sparking calls for his removal from Brave on the social media. But it was crazy. I remember this from 2014. I was producer for the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He chose to step down after less than two weeks on the job, according to Ms. Mitchell Baker, Baker, executive chairman, female chairman of Mozilla Foundation, which owns the company. We know why a lot of people are hurt and angry. Because this guy donated a thousand bucks to Prop 8, right? Prop 8, which bans same-sex marriage, right? Because it's not a real thing. Same-sex marriage does not exist. It's not a real marriage. You can't have real sex. You can't have kids. It's not a real marriage. Common sense says it. You don't even need the Bible to, to know that homosexuality is wrong. Uh, it's because we haven't stayed true to ourselves, says Baker. People are right to be hurt and angry. Mitchell Baker, it's a woman. We, don't, we didn't act like you would expect Mozilla to act. We didn't move fast enough to engage with people once the controversy started. We're sorry. Caving to the mob, coward. We must do better. Ike was announced as Mozilla's new CEO on the 24th of March of uh, 2014. April 4th, gone. April 4th, gone. Just 11 days. Over a $1,000 donation he made in support as a private citizen of Prop 8. Crazy. It was 2011? No, I think it was 2008. It was 2008, not 2011. I guess it was revealed in 2011. Oh, by the way, it was also revealed, I'd have, I bet you might not have known this, that he made campaign contributions in past years to so-called fringe Republicans. Which means just based, based in truth Republicans for the most part, such as Pat Buchanan. This guy, Brendan Ike, had donated to the great Pat Buchanan. JLP spoke before Pat Buchanan's uh, vice presidential running mate. He, an- he announced... Pat Buchanan's vice presidential running mate years ago, back at the uh, convention, one of the political conventions. Yeah, you can't do what you please anymore. You can't even do what's right anymore, honestly. That's what it really is. You can't do what's right. But you can't do what you please. He had once said in relation to the AIDS crisis that our promiscuous homosexuals appear literally hell-bent on Satanism and suicide, Pat Buchanan had said. And so that's, that's meant to discredit Pat Buchanan, right? He once claimed that homosexuals have declared war on nature, and now nature is exacting an awful retribution. He said that about AIDS. And that's true. It's true. Pat Buchanan was just a basic, down-to-earth, common-sense, conservative man. I think he's considered a paleocon. Because he's not into um, our... Getting our foreign work. Ike told The Guardian earlier this week he would not resign. I agree with people who say it wasn't private, but it was personal. It was a personal donation. But the principle, on principle I have operated by is formalized in our code of conduct at Mozilla. It's about keeping anything that's not central to our mission out of our office. And it was. He never brought 
his, uh, he never pushed morals on people. In fact, if anything, this guy was too nice. Honestly. If I stopped doing that, I would be wrong. I would be doing wrong to the code of conduct because they believe in inclusiveness, right? Not inclusive to Christians, though. Normal, ordinary Christians. No Christian supports this stuff. No Christian supports this stuff. This, uh, radical homosexuality madness. Because it's to the detriment of them themselves. And to, uh, society. However, Baker told Recode in an interview earlier on Thursday this was no longer the case. It's clear that Brendan cannot lead Mozilla in this setting. The ability to lead, particularly for CEO, is fundamental to the role, and that's not possible. It's crazy because people inside the company backstabbed this guy. They were tweeting about it, and just a mess. This Chris McAvoy. There were members of the LGBTQ tech community. (laughs) I didn't know there was an LGBTQ tech community. What a mess. Open Badges uh, lead at Mozilla, Chris McAvoy tweeted, I love Mozilla, but I'm disappointed this week. Mozilla stands for openness and empowerment, but is acting the opposite way. By letting a Christian man be a Christian and be the CEO, he's, he invented JavaScript. And he, now he invented great uh, Brave. He co-founded Mozilla, and he's kicked out of his own thing that he co-founded. Jess Klein, Klein, another woman probably not a Christian, have waited too long to say this. I'm an employee of Mozilla, and I'm asking Brendan Eich to step down as CEO. John Bevan, another guy at Mozilla. I'm an employee of Mozilla, and I'm asking Brendan Eich to step down as CEO. Evil, huh? Lynch mob. Evil. A design researcher slash journalist, Goligoski, Emily Goligoski, to me, Mozilla is about openness and expression of freedom. I hope to see us have leadership that represents those values in their actions. That doesn't believe, it's not openness and freedom to, to kick out this guy. It's not. But they're backwards people. Mozilla's head of education, Christy Kohler, said, like a lot of people, She wrote a blog post. I was disappointed when I found out Brendan had donated to the anti-marriage equality, which is a, which is a buzzword, right? There's no such thing as marriage equality. Marriage is real or it's fake. And homosexual marriage is fake. Um, marriage equality prop 8 campaign, anti-marriage equality prop 8 campaign in California. It's hard for me to think of a scenario where someone could donate to that campaign without feeling that queer folks are less deserving of basic rights. So she's a blind person. They have their basic rights. Marriage is a right between a man and a woman. It frustrates me when people use their economic power to further enshrine and institutionalize discrimination. Yeah, discrimination based on reality. Based on reality. But she said certainly it would be problematic if Brendan's behavior within Mozilla was explicitly discriminatory or implicitly so in the form of repeated microaggressions. They were using these terms back then even. I haven't personally seen this, although to be clear, I was not part of his structure until today. On the contrary, over the years, I've watched Brendan be an ally. Ally, there's that buzzword. In many areas, meaning he was too nice. Being, bringing clarity and leadership when needed. So anyway, it goes on and on and on. There is this homosexual couple who founded this platform called Rarebit, or some app called Rarebit. And they were... 
they're a quote unquote married gay couple, Hampton Catlin and Michael Lintorn Catlin. And they wrote, Today, Michael has a green card, and we're able to pursue this venture in the United States. These days, I'm so dang, he said, damn, so damn proud of my country for making all this possible. It's really stunning the support we've received, and thank you to everyone who have either changed their own minds on this subject or convinced a relative or friend. And that's how they do it, right? They brainwash people through their emotional uh, guilt, guilting. That there is nothing wrong with the government recognizing our relationship. Thank you. The overturning of Prop 8 literally was a foundation that allowed us to start this venture. That's why it's personal for us. Brendan Eich was an active supporter of denying our right to be married. No, he wasn't. Because you can marry a woman. That's what it is. That's what marriage is. And even start this business. He actively took steps to ensure that rare bit couldn't exist. That's that thing that they invented. So, it's so phony. Such twisted non-logic. Not logical people. And that's who's running the country now. They've changed it so badly that a popular Prop 8, popular proposition that said marriage is real marriage, it's not fake marriage, that passed is now grounds for not, not allowing a, a, a founder to be CEO. Ridiculous. Anyway, that's a, that was, took place six, seven years ago. Ian in Martinez, California, in the last few minutes here. What's up, Ian? How are you? The Hake Report. Hey! Never apologize for being white. Nice. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, dude, and all you, and all, uh, and all, uh, all people there, the whole crew. Right Everything on, man. I'm glad good. you, were, I'm glad you hung with us. We had a rough time. We had a rough patch there. We weren't able to stream out to you guys. Yeah, no, I've been hanging on though, dude. As loyal as a marine can be, always faithful. Nice. Oh, you're so. a marine, aren't you? Yeah. Nice, man. Well, it's good to hear from you again. Yeah, so I wanted to channel off uh, Keith and El- from Illinois. Yeah. Talking about coming to America. Dude, Vikings, I don't know if you know anything about Vikings, the series that just ended last year, December of 2020. Okay. It, it ended the same exact way. The, the creators had it end the very last episode with two queens in charge of all Norway. Wow. The whole, the whole uh, country of Norway back then. <laughs> Such feminist propaganda. So, Coming to America Part 2, which came out, well, back in the early 90s or 80s, in the original, and then the Coming to America Part 2, the Amazon version that came out just this year, has a woman beating up a whole army with sticks. And now, the Vikings series turned all feminist and had two women running Norway? Is that even historically accurate? (laughs) Yeah, that's Maybe true. that's why Vikings don't really exist too much today, if it's true. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that's one reason. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Brandon Johnson. <laughs> I mean, you can, uh, you can like, if you, if you buy the Blu-ray or the DVD, you can watch the bonus features. Okay. And the guy that created it said it's, it's based on history. Wow. But that's in the first couple seasons. This was, this was season six, the right. very last season so they became more subversive and less historically accurate or naturally accurate yeah so i don't i don't know about the last season i have to you know i have to 
check it out for myself. Personal, yeah. personal research, right, nowadays? Right. But not only were they queens, but they were witches. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's how they were depicted, because the one, one queen was rightfully the queen through uh-huh. marriage. Okay. And then the second queen, the uh, rightful queen appointed because there was no, there was nothing by a bloodline and there was nothing by marriage. Yeah. So her fellow witch, she appointed her fellow witch, bro. Wow. That's evil. Yeah, I was like, witch? Wait, (laughs) witches? What? It's bad enough you appoint two queens. Yeah, but witches on top of that. It's terrible. Man. Yeah, because I I was getting into it, too, because, I mean, as far as the... The kings and the rating, the ratings, the raids that they went on uh-huh. were fairly accurate. You know, they, it depicts Eric the Red, the famous Viking, Ragnar Lothbrook, yeah, his brother Rollo Lothbrook, and his, his and his five sons. Yeah, Ragnar had five sons. Okay, by so, different women, right? Two different women. Okay, one, just two. He had wow. One son by his, he had one son by his first wife. And they had four sons by his second wife. Okay. I saw, I think I might have seen some episodes of this. Was one of the sons kind of lame? And then he turned kind of evil? Yeah, they called him crippled back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is... Yeah, he, he was, he, uh, he was <clears throat> his name was Ivar the Boneless. He was paralyzed. He was born paralyzed from the nuts down. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah, so he um, couldn't have kids. And were they Christians? Did they some of them become Christians? Yeah, some of them converted. Yeah, and then some of them turned like full-blown witches, which wasn't normal Vikings weren't witches, were they? They were just pagans. No, they were No, they believed it. Yeah, they believed in their own gods like Thor. Right. And uh they believed in going to Valhalla. They believed that the gods were right next to you. Okay. They would call their gods the gods, you know, it's not like Chris like Right. Christians like we are. Yeah. What the? <laughs> Confusing, man. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. What a mess. I mean, what do you expect, honestly? It's, that's, the, that's the entertainment world today, just promoting kissing up to women. Um, I told you about, um, oh, we're overtime. Can I end? Thank you, Ian. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the tips. Good to hear from you. And thanks for the spoiler. Some people hadn't seen it yet, but it's all right. (laughs) Take care, man. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Can you play that last clip of uh, Joe Biden forgetting the name? I can relate to this. Uh, Joe Biden forgot the name of uh, Lloyd Austin, whom he appointed to the Defense Department, and he's announcing these women that he's, he's... Putting the f- the second and third women to be four star commanders, general, whatever. That listen to this, Joe Biden, and then we'll end the show. Just want to thank you both, and I want to thank the se- the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my my uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, <laughs> I want to make sure we thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we've just talked about and for recommending these two women for promotion. Thank there you is, all. The black guy. May God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Don't invoke God, you fake. <laughs> I think those are the 
four-star general women. Or they're trying to make them four-star or something. I don't get it. And there's Kamala, phony Kamala. Just a bunch of mess. International Women's Day. Thanks, guys. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JessieLeePeterson.com for JLP stuff. Take care. Wow.